When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Widdicombe. Welcome to Parenting Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice and, of course, tales of parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you're listening to Parenting Hell with... Ellie, can you say Josh Widdicombe? Josh Widdicombe. And can you say Rob Beckett? Rob Beckett. That was a great Rob Beckett, wasn't it? Should we have it one more time? Yeah. Beckett. Rob Beckett, Beckett, Beckett. Beckett. <laughs> I love it. Very nice. Yes. Hello, this is a voice recording my two-year-old saying Rob Beckett and Josh Widdicombe. We've been listening to the show from the beginning and rely on it regularly to make us laugh and feel better, especially with our new current living arrangement. Ooh. We have just moved out of our first home and moved into my mum's house for a few months with a very sassy two-year-old who's now decided she can no longer sleep in a cot it's like action man climbing out in under five seconds. So now our sleeping arrangements involve either me or Ellie's dad sharing a bed with her and the other in a separate room. Ellie's dad and I look forward to our turn of having the bed to ourselves. <laughs> Chloe from? Oh, Lincolnshire. Wokingham. Where's that? Is that near Woking? Got to be in it. Got to be in that it. That near or, or near Ham. Um, it's been a terrible start to the day for me, hasn't it, Rob? Well, we were supposed to meet at 9.30 and I rang you at 9.36 and you was asleep. Yeah, and I was very cocky, wasn't I, when I answered the phone? Yeah, I wish you recorded it. You was like, yeah, 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 I'm just getting up, getting ready for the big show. <laughs> Not I a thought problem. it was 10 o'clock. <laughs> and then you went, shit! But I've already been up, <laughs> just to so people think I'm lazy. So what, are you at home or are you on tour? I, I'm at home. I got back last night at uh, quarter past one. Yep. And then I got up at six with uh, my son. And then Jesus. I went, went back to bed at 7.30. Right, and you were getting an extra. So, did yeah. did you Rose do the school run? Yeah. Right. Okay, that's nice. Yeah. Solid. So I was I was absolutely buzzing for getting oh. back into bed, thinking here we sorry go. Sorry to sorry to ruin your lying, no, Josh. No, no, it's all right. Also, I love the way you felt like, oh, I'm not being lazy because you slept in past nine thirty. How shit is our life if you've got to <laughs> apologise for showing off that you're in bed at nine <laughs> thirty? 
sorry for my bougie uh, laid back lifestyle, but yeah, I was I was still asleep at nine thirty a.m. Actually, I, I spoke to someone in the audience last night who was retired, and she gets up at six thirty out of choice. Fucking idiot! What? My mum and dad waste. get up about half ten, eleven. Yeah, good on them. Of course. Six thirty eight. What did she used to do? Postman. Yeah, it was. Um, she was the breakfast DJ. It was. It's Nick Grimshaw. <laughs> Oh, Josh. How are you? Oh. You don't sound good, Rob. You don't sound good. I'm having a fucking nightmare. The Becketts are having a nightmare. Oh, well, I've, 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 Not got, I've got to say that is exactly what our listeners want to hear. Basically, lose, losing hospital, she's fine. Oh, God. oh sorry. Oh, no, no. <laughs> oh, that, that's exactly. an awful turn in the road. <laughs> that's what I want to hear. Um, Worst thing is, I knew that and I'd forgotten. <laughs> It's good to know you care, Josh. Yeah. Um, no, she's fine now, but she's got to stay in for a couple more days. So she's already been in for three nights. Right. Um, oh, she, yeah, no, so she's got to stay in for a couple more really long and boring reasons why. But she's fine now, but she's on this medication. So she'll be out in a couple of days, but she's feeling better. But they don't want to sort of release her too early in case. Um, Are you allowed to go in with all the COVID? Is, is it all now? Yes, so you're allowed to go in and visit. So I've visited her and stuff. I'm going to take the kids in today to see her because they've not seen her. But it's just... Like the first of all is the stress and the worry about your partner not being well and finding out what it is and we found out all that and then she's on the right medication so she's she's much better now yeah. but um so, but then on top of that is the logistics of the work oh. and the kids have they been in no 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 not to visit they're going to visit later but oh, they, they've been at home yeah I sent her in with them you take them <laughs> no I, I meant to visit I didn't mean that <laughs> yeah no, no yeah, so she's been she's a night around all day Rob can't she just listen to look after them God, I have hours. to go and pick the kids up from the hospital at 9pm every night <laughs> and then I've got to do bedtime um, but no, no, it's been a fucking disaster. Just so so busy, oh, Josh. Because I've had a busy weekend as well. Because I did Milton Keynes on Saturday, and then on Sunday I had voiceover in town, and then I had to do the radio show radio in town. So it's been like we've so many lovely people helping. Though. And we've got the dog. You have to sort the fucking dog out, Josh. Oh my god, Rob! So much, so much has happened. So basically, I took Lou to the hospital, and then our youngest was off school for the day. So. Lou's parents took her out for the day and then took her back to her house and then I picked up what did I do? I can't even remember what I've done <laughs> I took her, I took him home and Adam Friday night then yeah so I took him home Adam it's Friday like night it's like the thing with the fox and the grain and the chicken getting them across the <laughs> oh, river oh mate yeah, so, so right, I, I was off Friday, so I, I dropped Lou off at the hospital and stuff, and then, yeah, she had a play date after school, so I went and got my eldest from the play date about six, went and got the younger one from the grandparents, took them home, did bedtime, put them to bed. Yeah. Saturday morning, they wake up, and then Saturday morning um, is quite a stressful day because I've got the dog in the house, so they go gymnastics. I, I semi-told this story in the they? radio show. Are they any good at it, the dogs? Level <laughs> fucking whippets are the world quick so bendy um so right so this is what happened at gymnastics right i'm stressed getting up in the morning so i'm worried about lou at this point we don't really know what's going on so i'm fully stressed like but now i'm a bit calmer because i know lou's feeling better she's not in pain and she's on the right medicine we've mm. just got to wait for her to get fully fit in a couple of days right yeah. it's sort of like she says if you play fifa she's just a, she's not a big red injury she's the little plaster one right we yeah, know yeah. what it is she's coming back she, a she's couple of weeks she'll be, 
She's gone. Oh, <laughs> Bless her. She's had such bad luck. She's, I feel so sorry for her. She's so bored. And it's so hot in there. Oh, my hospital's so hot, Josh. It's it? so hot. It's so hot. Yeah, so Saturday morning, I wake up stressed, right? So Here I've not slept, really. I've been Googling all the... You know, I've been Googling everything any doctor's said to her for the last two days oh about gosh. what's wrong with her. Yeah. So I've Googled the internet all night. Wake up at 5.30am. That's what time the kids are getting up at the moment. And um, oh. get them all ready. I dress, this is me, because I panicked because I'd run out of time to get into gymnastics for 9am. Because what I do is I take them to gymnastics, drop them off, and I have 45 minutes to walk the dog so then I can pick the kills up again and then get back home, right? I've got to go to Milton Keynes that night. But anyway, I get up and I'm in a rush. I finally get them dressed. I'm trying to get them dressed. And they go, you're not good at this. Mummy's better than that. Mummy has a better plan. We prefer mummy. And I, in my head going, but mummy's not here. She's not well. She's but got I a can't knock. say that. And she's got a knock. I'm trying to, she's got more than a knock. But I was trying to, like not yeah. you know yeah. let my stress get on the kids so i'm sort of internalizing it all anyway so i dress like a maniac my hair and beard at the moment josh is mental is like it? it's big up my hair's all i look like some sort of like eastern european boxer it's just dead straight hair yeah like perfect crop like no gel in it and then the beard is massive it looks quite amish abraham lincoln style like blonde yeah. gingery beard so i look mad my head looked mad I put on a pair of ankle sports socks and hiking boots, a pair what? of running shorts for no reason whatsoever. Like, that was the only shorts I could find, but they were so short. There's oh, so much hot day, right? leg out. Yeah, so you've, got tiny, you've got tiny socks and shorts and hiking boots. So much leg. So much. I look like a, I look like a sort of Yask Fiat 500 queen at Reading. All right. you can see is just leg and little yeah. shorts. And then a big hoodie, right? And a backpack, my nerd backpack, right? Yeah. Got that on. Go there. Got the Where dog. Are you got going the kids. With this? Gymnastics. Gymnastics, okay. Drop off, right. So Not not the place you want to look like a paedophile. No, 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 not at all, right? So I drop him off at gymnastics, take the dog for a walk, come back, I'm waiting to pick him up. I've got the dog, and there's this, like, sort of fence. You know, like the fence they have for the marathon, like a metal fence, right? Tiny little gaps in the bottom yeah, of it. Yeah. And I'm trying to wait there, but I didn't realise you've got to go into the sports hall to say the kids' names to get them. They don't just let them run out. So I'm stood at the back with a dog, like, oh, God, I'm a, I can't take a dog in a sports hall. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then there's about 15 parents there and about 20 kids waiting to go in for the next session. Anyway, this kid strokes Fred, the dog, and as the kid strokes the dog, he goes through the fence, oh gets God. stuck in the fucking fence. Oh, my God. The dog is stuck in the fence. How, how does a whippet ever get fucking stuck? It's the most narrow oh dog. Oh, my God. It's like a letter. <laughs> you could fucking laminate a whippet. So what happened? It squealed like a pig. Have you ever heard a dog trapped? <laughs> oh my fucking have you heard, god! Have you heard a dog? <laughs> how, how far down the dog are we talking about trapped? You're talking. It's, it's, it's clipped over one rib. Oh, it's clipped over the top, like it's like a safety harness yeah, yeah, on yeah. a roller perfect, coaster, right? Perfect fit in many ways. Clipped over the first rib, squealing like a pig. Everyone's staring at me, right? Because I look mental already. I'm bent over. I'm like crouched down, bollock nearly hanging out of the shorts, right? Trying to wrestle this dog. The the noise. Awful. Like toe-curling, blood-curling screams, this dog. But like, so what I'm doing is I'm trying to bend the dog, but the dog's a fucking idiot, and he like, because he's basically got his shoulders like wedged. So now I'm having to bend him in and out. I sort of twisting his head through the bars oh, like a God. tap. And it's some, this bloke, at one point, I'm crouched down trying to f- feed this dog through, right? One woman went, just push him through. I mean, he's got fucking ribs. I can't push <laughs> him through. Who is backseat? Who is backseat in that this. situation? Just push him through. Yeah, and then someone else heckles. Yeah, you don't want to be doing it like that. 
that and I turned to him and went, how many whippets have you got out of a fence? <laughs> when was the last time you fed a whippet for a fence, mate? So anyway, then I get the dog out. I lift the dog Could up. I just and then, say, you bring him back. You're not putting him in the whole way through, are you? No, I pushed him back. I, I yeah. fed him back through. I didn't... Yeah kick him up the arse and oh, yeah, yeah. wedge him, right? Anyway, so then I pick the dog up, I walk in the sports hall, dress like a lunatic, and then get the kids and come out. And um, By the way, if you're not sure of like, what I look like, um, I've got um, a tweet that someone directly meant, sent to me, which is always helpful, isn't it? When, what, have you, you, know, you feel a bit out the fence? No, it's just what I look like that day. This is how bad I look that day because of what someone felt the need to message me. They messaged me, just saw Rob Beckett in a local park. And can confirm the rucksack is truly awful. Yes. Having a go at the backpack, yeah. yeah. Good, then, on them. Good on them. In fact, his whole attire had a strong tie myself to a goalpost vibe. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's going on. That is good. I can confirm the rucksack is truly awful. Was the rucksack... I can't even remember why the rucksack was purchased. I thought it was purchased for a particular reason. It was. It was, it was purchased for a holiday, but uh, at the moment... Just in use. It's just, just in, in use. use. I went early. I needed a bag to put all the dog stuff in. Yeah. Anyway, so that's Saturday morning. And then I get the dog. I take the kids and the dog to the garage because I need to get them some lunch quick. And I need to buy stuff for Lou to take to the hospital. Put the dog in the car. First time I've left the dog in the car. Sets off the sets off the alarm. What? Barking. Nearly squeezed out the fucking gap in the window. They're so narrow. Whippets. And then I'm, I'm shouting at the kids going, just get some food. And the youngest goes, I want cheese and onion. Get the cheese and onion. And she screamed at me in the shop, but I can't read. I went, get the blue packet. <laughs> oh, God. Right, so, so I get them home, right? So then I get them home. And then I've got Could to go just to... just ask, Rob? Yeah. I'm not judging you in this situation. Yeah. But we, we are skirting over the fact that you've bought their lunch from a petrol station. <laughs> It was, to be fair, it was a Mark's garage. Oh, okay, fine. So it was sandwich and crisps. It weren't like, I weren't giving them a Ginsters. Like, right, okay, fine. Big Cornish pasty. <laughs> they, like, they like that garage. It's a treat. It's a treat lunch. So now I get them all home, and then I've got to pack bags, right? I've got to go to Milton Keynes for a gig that night. So what, what's the plan? Someone looking after the kids? So the plan is they're going around their, the grandparents for the night for a sleepover, right? Yeah. So I've got to pack them a bag. I've got basically they're getting picked up to go to the theatre because they had theatre tickets at the local theatre. See Dino Live, right? right? So I'm packing the bags. So I've got to pack a. They need their outfit for the theatre. I've got to pack a sleepover bag of all the stuff for a sleepover. And then the next day, my eldest has got a party. I've managed to get a bright, lovely Brian and Rita took her to the party on the Sunday. But I had to organise that and pack a because it was it was a wall climbing party so I'm packing some clothes for that and then I have to pack Lua bag for the hospital so I've packed all that and then they get picked up to go to the Dan and Grandad's yeah. and then lovely Brian, another Brian said he'd walk my dog for me but he took the dog for a walk and then I've gone to see Lou at the hospital been there for a couple of hours come back he's taken the dog for a walk but he, I weren't in when he came back so he took the dog home so he went well I'll bring the dog back to you now this is R4 Ooh. I'm supposed to be leaving R4 to get to Milton Keynes Ooh, quarter tired, five man. he's still not back anyway gets back at five o'clock I say thank you very much Brian he agrees to walk the dog the next day because yeah. I've got to leave early to go into town and then he goes off I go to Milton Keynes do a gig. I think I had a breakdown on stage, but they seemed to laugh. Came back, got in about midnight, yeah. woke up at 7am to feed the dog. Then I had to clean the house. This is was mental. an absolute state, right? Like, it was like the worst the house has been for like weeks. And me and Lou were going to sort it out on the Friday, but she went into hospital that day. So it took me four hours to tidy four the house. Four hours? It was, honestly, it was... Who are it, you living all... with? Pete Doherty? What's going on? <laughs> I had to clean up all the needles. <laughs> 
hours. It took four hours, but then luckily, Brian, lovely Brian from Bromley Dog Days, brilliant yeah. guy. He's he helped out and he doesn't work Sundays normally, but he did it for me as a favour. Took the dog for a walk. I tidied all the house. Then my brother Joe came to sit with the dog all afternoon because Mick had to come last night because I left the dog for like eight hours. So I had to get some, to father in right to come in for the dog. So I fucking. So you can't bro- ever leave the dog on its own. Well, no, you can, but not for like eight, nine hours because right, it'll yeah. piss in its bed because yeah. it, it, it can't hold it. for. Because I left at like five o'clock and I weren't getting back till one in the morning. Yeah. It's too long for a oh, dog, really. Word. And it's in his crate. So he came around. Then my brother came around and sat with a dog. I got taken up to London. I jumped in a cab up to London and did my work. And then my mum picked up the girls from the other grandparents at five o'clock, brought them back, did bedtime. So I'm so lucky to have yeah. family nearby that can help. It would have been impossible. I'd have had to cancel work and stuff. And then, oh, this morning was horrible. Oh, I got no, up, so it's I got still up, going. Yeah, so... <laughs> Sorry, it's just not... No, it. I just can't like, believe it. It's insane. And then I woke up... They woke up at six, and then I, I, my, my parents... They, they woke my parents up at half five, and then they stayed in bed for a bit, and then I, I got them up and got them all ready for school. The youngest wants to be independent now, which basically means it takes an hour for her to get dressed because yep. she does it herself, and you watch her put the buttons in the wrong holes about 15 times. You oh, can't God. say you're doing it wrong. I don't want to belittle her, but I just need to get a fucking move on. She asked for Elsa hair, oh, which no. was absolutely insane. The good thing about hair is... If there's no mirror, they don't know what you've done. So I told her she had Elsa hair <laughs> and off she went. She's currently at school getting bullied. <laughs> it's actually Anna. She's got Anna hair now. So, yeah, but so she, so this was horrible. So I got them all ready. And then the eldest, had a, she's been getting up really early. And I think she's been a bit more affected by her mum not being there because she sort of yeah. knows that she's not feeling well and she's at the hospital. And we're all not like getting upset in front of her or talking about it in yeah. front of her, but she, she's going to wear that she's not there and she's been shipped around to different people because her friend's parents, Brian and Rita, had to take her to this kid's party and bring her back. And then she was at a nan's and then another nan's. So she flipped out. It was awful, Josh. She was like, I don't want to go to school. And, I, and she's oh, never been like God. this. But yeah. like, I'm talking like, you know, like the tantrum they did before nursery when I was like two, like crying. She was like, I got her in the car. She was in the car and her, like teeth were chattering and going, I don't want to go to school. I don't, like absolutely distraught. And I think she's tired. She's really emotional. She's missing her mum. She's getting, you know, she had a lovely weekend and she was, oh, bless her. She was so upset. And it was horrible. And I felt so mean, but I oh. think it, what, the teacher oh, came and right. held her hand and another girl, lovely girl, took her hand and took her in. And I, honestly, I was, so, I was so upset, but I was, I was like, like tearing up. But then I didn't want to start getting upset in front of the youngest one who was still in the car, who I forgot to fucking strap in because the other one was getting so upset. I forgot to, so I drove her with that fucking oh seatbelt on. It's only a two minute drive, but I felt yeah. dreadful. And then I strapped her in, drove to the other school and then I get there, drop her off and then... I need to ring Lou to tell she can email after to email the teacher to say she went in upset. Yeah. The, te- the nursery teacher pulled me to one side and went, can I have a word? I was like, oh, fucking know what's going on now. But it was only about some sort of that, that's school That's not thing. good enough to hair, mate. You can't bring her in looking like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So she pulls me to one side and she's asking me something. And it wasn't nothing important, but yeah. I was a bit like, oh, God, what's that? I mean, you're already anxious. Oh. And then anyway, she goes, uh, can you, oh, I just got to ask you this, blah, blah, blah. She's asking me this question. And then the school ring for my eldest going, just to let you know that she's feeling much better now. Like this was in like five, ten minutes. They're yeah. so good. Yeah, the yeah, school. They're, they're good at that, aren't they? And they went, she's absolutely fine. She's calmed down fully. She sat with the teaching assistant doing some reading and she's absolutely fine. Just to let you know. And then, so then I start getting up 
upset because it's relief. Yeah. So then I just cried in front of the nursery school oh teacher. My God, Rob. <laughs> so I'm, oh and my she's God. asking me about it. But yeah, look, I can do that. And I'm like, oh my God, it's so. Oh my God. What's really funny is when you get upset in front of someone when it's like not a friend and in a bit of an official capacity they, they just so don't know what to do it's so sort of yeah, semi-awkward and she was like oh don't worry and then I sort of and then I was already getting a bit upset to having to tell them that like oh Lou's in hospital not very well because you're you're worried and then and then because I was already upset from the phone call I just I was like yeah mum's in hospital and so she might be a bit upset I was like oh my god Rob just and, I was, and anyway so they all went in Got the phone call. The eldest has calmed down, but it has been a fucking nightmare since Friday oh afternoon. God. And when does this continue until? What are you doing today? Because we're recording, obviously, I, I, yeah. I, you don't need me to tell you, we've moved this earlier from 10 to 9.30. Yes, because basically I've cancelled my hair cut on Friday to take Lou to the hospital, so I've got to go and get my hair cut because I'm doing filming tomorrow, and I genuinely don't think I can film like this because it will look like they've got a look-alike for a laugh. Right, yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, because I don't yeah. look anything like me. So I've got to go and do that. You can give a shit about the people of Milton Keynes. The gig, the gig went all right, to be fair. Did they think it was weird that you looked like that? Did they stop clapping the moment you walked on? <laughs> they thought his support act looks a lot like him. Like, you know, when like someone walks into a bar in a western yeah. and everyone just stops, the piano stops. You know, in Shaun of the Dead, when they see people that look a bit like them, you know, with that big cross paths. <laughs> It's like that. In a way, that Milton Keynes gig was the only bit of time you got to yourself. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And that's why something like comedy, I use as a bit of a supportive crutch in my 20s. You don't ever sit with the emotion because you're so fully engaged and distracted, you think you've dealt with it for that hour and a half. It's only when you sit on your own that all the emotions... That's why, like, this morning I was tired and I felt so emotional because I'd sort of caged it up a little oh bit. But it was good to let it out. But I've got... um Yes, I've got to sort my hair out. And then you're filming all day tomorrow. Yeah, filming in the morning, and then I've got to do this advert thing, the, the filming the advert is for Robin Romesh, the new yeah. series of that. So I've got to do that in the afternoon tomorrow. And then Lou's not out tomorrow. I think she's out Wednesday. So I've got mum and dad here. My mum and dad have come up. They're staying over. And then I think they're doing the pickups from school tomorrow because I'm filming. And then they're handing over with in-laws yeah. because tomorrow night um, I'm uh, doing a gig at the Royal Albert Hall. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which is a nice chilled gig. What's that gig? I remember that. That's like a... the Teenage Cancer Trust gig. Oh yeah. So I'm closing, and I'm, I'm closing. So I'm closing the Royal Albert Hall tomorrow night, which is got love. Going to, you know, I'm, I'm really. Do you know what? I'm really ready for it. Little tip: Don't go on at the Teenage Cancer Trust and say that you're having a bad time. <laughs> okay, it's all fucking relative. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll enjoy that because it'll be a bit of a yeah. distraction. But it's just, it's just absolute logistical nightmare. And then, like, I, f- I remember, remember she has her spellings on a Monday, so I had to do her spellings as well. But yeah, no, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm moaning now. Like, but it's there are people having it a lot worse. But it is so stressful when you sort of it all gets tips upside down. Of course, there's people having it a lot worse. But bloody hell, Rob, that is a stressful few days. <laughs> it's a very, very stressful. And then the other thing as well, like I, no, I'm going to say it, that's yeah. not how people would imagine the life of a man whose weekend is playing a big theatre in Milton Keynes and then appearing on Radio 2. Do you know what I mean? That's not how they'd imagine that life. <laughs> oh, my. The thing is, when I was first started doing comedy... That's I was so, not when what I... Ryland's doing with his weekend. <laughs> Surely. Surely to God. <laughs> 
Oh, God. When I first started doing comedy, it used to be like, oh, God, what am I going to say when I get to the radio show? What am I going to say on stage tonight? What funny things will I do? Now, my main concern is just just get there. Yeah. <laughs> just arrive at the building and then and then see what happens. But it'll be fine. But that's the thing, isn't it? The reality is, in all, the way that you deal with difficult situations is you just focus on that thing you're doing yep. at that time. So at that one moment, I was just getting a whip it out of a fence. Exactly. Forget the rest. You're just getting a whip it out of a fence. What's happening now? You're doing Elsa hair. But I, and I was really good at it. But that threw me this morning with my daughter. But also as well, it's one thing that I couldn't deal with was the... That she got antibiotics and steroids um, prescribed, Lou. And they gave the antibiotics, but the steroids took ages to come. Then it turns out it wasn't put through properly. So she got them a day late, which isn't the end of the world. But yeah. I was so... And it's sort of driven by your ego where I was like, well, she's in a building that has steroids in that building. She needs steroids. I'll just go in and get them. Yeah. You know, like some sort of Indiana Jones. But well, like, you went and stole action. some steroids. Like kind of... <laughs> Like I went down my leg. I went down. <laughs> have you got have you got roid rage? Is that what you've got? Yeah, I went I went down my local uh, gym and just found some big geezers with spotty backs and tiny cocks, lads. <laughs> you got any steroids? No, but I was like getting so worked up, going, "Well, I'll just go down there and I'll get all in a tizz." I was like, "No, Rob, just all you need to do is just calm down and relax. She's in hospital. They'll be dealing with it. It it might be slightly delayed, but that just happens. It'll all be okay." But you sort of put too much pressure on yourself to sort everything out for someone you love. So it's. Oh, yeah, and, that, word, and that's Rob. what's a bit of a head fuck. But you just have to try and calm down. I'm still obviously quite amped up, but it's just been a mental weekend, basically. Um, but we've been so lucky to all the people that have helped. So Brian and Rita have been brilliant. Mick and Teresa are the parents. My mum and dad have been brilliant. My brother came round to watch the dog. And um, Brian, the dog walker, came and saved our skin you at the weekend. Like you're accepting an Oscar at this moment. <laughs> I'm just so thankful because without those people helping, it would have been an absolute disaster. So we, we thank should you very add much. that we're recording this one in advance due to our availabilities. Yes. Uh, so so you decided to do your most stressful period of your life. <laughs> um, hence why uh, the added addition of Mother's Day wasn't in that story. No, Mother's Day. Fuck no, Mother's Day is a couple of days away at the moment. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't organised that. I did say, I went to the girls, yeah, so if, when you're in school, if you get a spare moment when you're not doing lessons, if you could ask to do a Mother's Day card, oh, that would I really did, help me out. I did that with Rose's birthday. Oh, the Jesus older, Christ. could you do that in nursery? Yes, it's a good technique. It is a very good technique. So we are we are doing this in advance. So we haven't really done the Mother's Day thing, but we, yes, I don't know where we'll be for Mother's Day at this stage. Yeah. But uh, yes, yeah, so that's yeah, been my uh, my weekend. Do you um, want to? This will cheer you up. Do you want to hear about my stressful train journey? <laughs> yes, please. So so I was in Swansea on Saturday, Rob. Oh, how was that? Oh, they oh they lost, didn't they? No, well, the Welsh rugby team lost, yeah. But I'm not I'm not into rugby, so I didn't know there was a rugby match going on. Obviously, no, I'm not really into it either. No. But they lost to Italy, and Italy is shit, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, so Wales, according to the sources I've got. So, um, what happened? But no, I don't think Italy have won for like 36 games in the Six Nations. They want to swap them out with South Africa. I think is that right? That's the that's the rumor. Yeah. Back in the day, Rob, when it was the Five Nations, it was fine, wasn't it? But bloody hell. Oh, did it used to be called the Five Nations? When I was a kid, it was the Five Nations. Who, who did they add in then? Italy. Well, that was a fucking waste of time, wasn't it? They're dog shit. <laughs> I think they thought they'd get better by playing in it. Anyway. <laughs> I think they wanted to jolly up to Rome. <laughs> I'm bored of going to Cardiff, no events. I'm bored of... Let's go somewhere well, hot. It's not far off from my weekend. So, I always get the... I always try and get the train to the gig because it's a bit of time on your own. I don't know about you. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I, I get it because it's quicker rather than sitting in the car for like four hours. Yeah, it's it's quicker. It's mm. You can walk around. Everything about it is yes. lovely and relaxing. And 
Two words, Rob. On a Saturday. <laughs> weekend upgrade. Yes, please. Ooh. 25 of the best beans you've ever spent in your life, mate. You don't pay it when you're paying the ticket, so it doesn't feel like the ticket's gone up in value. It just feels like another little charge. Bang. Yeah. Here I am. I've got the full first class to myself. Oh, to self. Tea on tap, Rob. Three teas. I've made my money back, more or less. <laughs> yep. More yeah, or you less. have really. It's not far off. Do you get food on a weekend? You no do, booze. You can is get it? food. You can get a fruit. You can get a slice of fruit cake. What are you looking at that for? Three quid. Bang. Yes, Straight off my twenty-five on. quid. <laughs> Lovely train. I've got yep. a fourer to myself. A fourer and a table. Yeah, all four seats with a table to myself. So much charging. You could charge so many things. Yeah, the charging sockets aren't working, but you know you can't have everything. Oh, so my phone's on edge, but who cares? If my <laughs> phone dies, my phone dies. Three hours to Swansea on my own. Do you know what, Rob? I'm doing a bit of writing in my book because <laughs> of my yeah. bad neck. I'm having to do it freehand, right? Still? Yeah. Well, I just for safety reasons. Safety reasons. <laughs> sat there like an old sod with his pen and paper. Yeah, with my, with my little sketchbook doing my oh, writing. A little granddad, granddad fumlick pulling the pages over. <laughs> Honestly, the train's going so nice that my little pot of ink isn't even spilling anywhere. <laughs> no, all air conditioned, the quill's not whipping in the wind. Lovely. Then we arrive in Cardiff. Send your photo of my arrival in Cardiff. I'm like, this is a bit odd. There seems to be 400 people on the platform. Is <laughs> it busy for, what, five o'clock on a Saturday? Yeah, this is a bit odd. And then, so so then, there's all these people stood outside my window, and then I realised a lot of them were wearing Welsh rugby shirts. And then I look out the other window, and I can literally see the Millennium Stadium. Oh, and no. I think, oh, fuck. Also, they're big boys, rugby fans, aren't they? Yeah. There's been a, there's been a rugby match, and they have just kicked out. And they so are they're battered. On this, they are all battered, and they're all on this platform. <laughs> I've... <laughs> Never moved from the fourer to the oneer across the alleyway faster <laughs> in my life. Oh, yes. Imagine you trapped in the corner by all the big boys. Yeah. Can you imagine if I tried to hold my own on a fourer with three rugby, <laughs> rugby fans? Because even the ones that are in shape are big. The, the, exactly. It's the outer shape rugby boys. I didn't make it across in time, Rob. And they were streaming down the aisle as I was trying to cross forward and back with my belongings. It was like I'm trying to cross a kind of busy river. Scurrying under a scrum like the ball, getting kicked. <laughs> like Lion King in the stampede. Little Simba. I make it across to the one Then, basically, the train won't move for 10 minutes because there's people shouting, you know, the old, get them, move down, move, move down. down. Oh, no, like rush hour on the Victoria yeah, line. I'll show you my view, Rob. This is my view. You can, uh, you can put this on the Instagram. So this is my view. <laughs> so that's man's arse. <laughs> And he's in a Welsh rugby <laughs> shirt. And that thing he's holding is two foam hands like he's going to watch fucking Gladiators in 1992. <laughs> and he's got denim shorts on. Denim. It was only 12 degrees. <laughs> yeah. And so it's all kicking off. I'm in the corner. Look how powerful his calves are. Do you know about rugby? Big rugby blokes that put on a bit of timber. They've still got power underneath that layer of fat, yeah, haven't they? Too right. Particularly with eight pints down him. As you can see, <laughs> what you can see bottom right corner of that picture, Rob, what's that? Yeah. It's my little notebook um, that I'm still... Your little notebook making notes about the big boys. Well, I've, I've got to do something with my life. 
I'm sat there. Well done for getting to the one quick. Did you manage to move all your bags in that well, time? Yeah, it was like three trips across, obviously. It was so I got across. Oh, that was stressful. Because you, what you don't want to do there is rush and spill something or forget something. It's got to be measured but fast. Exactly. Yeah, it's like a military operation. I've done that before. When you rush over and then and then you've got to lean over someone to pull your backpack oh, off God, the top. Oh, God, can you imagine? I once got told off by a woman when I left my like suitcase in the suitcase luggage rack. Yeah. She went, is that yours? I went, yeah. She went, but you're not next to it. I went, I know, yeah. It's in the luggage rack. She went, yeah, but you can't leave it there. I was like, isn't that where it's meant to go? She went, well, no, but if someone takes it. I was like, all right, so don't I need to live in your anxiety world, do I? <laughs> so you worrying about your own bag's not enough. Now I've got to have that near me to settle your brain for this journey. <laughs> so like, she went, all right, I'll bring it to you. I was like, I don't want you to bring it to me. <laughs> So she picked up my suitcase and she put it next to me. I was like, brilliant. I'll just have to move that out of the way of everyone now. Oh, just God. so she's relaxed. Yeah. I mean, that, that is the gamble you take. Basically, you are going, I'm going to put my suitcase here. And yeah. on this train, my suitcase was in the luggage rack. And I, yeah. obviously I have to have a suitcase because of my, um, my neck pillow. And I've just, I just thought, oh, I've written that suitcase off. That's it. But I'm, it is what it <laughs> I'll is, never really. get there. I'll never get there again. That's it. Goodbye, suitcase. <laughs> So, cause obviously, because they're, they're all getting dropped off at different points along that route to Swansea, they're not all getting off at Swansea, are Is it carrying on that train? No, Swansea's the end, thank God. Right, oh, that's better. Yeah. So, I'm then sat there. Have you ever got the train to Aberystwyth? Oh, mate. Still it's on horrible. it. It's such <laughs> a long journey. It's such a shitty little rattler one that you'd get, like, you know, like, in and out of London. The two-carriage rattler. Is there anything the worse? The two-carriage rattler that gets to Shrewsbury from Birmingham and then reverses all the way to Wales. Oh so you think you're going forward, you get to Shrewsbury. Is it Shrewsbury? Yeah. And it backs you out. Oh, God. Horrible. Oh, life. <laughs> so I'm on this train. I'm sat there. It's so full. I'm going to say it, Rob. I yeah. don't think all of these people have paid their weekend upgrade. No, why would you to stand in first class? Exactly. It's basically lawless. Did you not think to say, excuse me, everyone, can I see your first class ticket? Because I've paid to be here and I think it's unfair that you are in here without paying the £25. So excuse me, everyone, please can you show me your ticket? Is that what you said? Yeah, I did. Yeah. How did that go? They all left because they were like, it's a fair cop. It's a, that's fair enough. He said that. Let's all shuffle down to standard yeah. premium. They got back on the platform. They said, well, we won't be able to go home then. But <laughs> rules are rules. <laughs> that happened once on the like the commuter train from London down to Lewisham. They had like five first class seats that are slightly bigger on this stupid like in and out train to London. And I sort of sat there and it was, that, it was a bit that busy before. And a ticket man come on and went, can I see your ticket? I went, are you mental? There is no seats anywhere. No, I'm, I'm just going to sit here with the other 30 people. And then, and then he went to someone else, give a ticket, and they went, no. And he just walked off. <laughs> well, oh, this was a similar situation of, like, the guy with the trolley giving out the teas. I knew he wasn't coming back. I'll tell you that for nah. free. <laughs> He's locked himself in the toilet, like some sort of, like, the train's been hijacked by terrorists. So then I'm just sat there. And they are pissed. And <laughs> I'm obviously worried that either they're going to notice the fact that I've got a notebook out. But I didn't, yep. I didn't want to... I couldn't look at my phone because it was on 1%. Oh, so no. I couldn't... Yep. Normally in that situation, I had my headphones in, but I wasn't listening to music, obviously. But I thought they're yep. an extra layer. I'm kind of 
facing the corner of the window. Yes. Like at the end of Blair Witch Project. That's me. Because you don't want to be the sort of nerdy one with a notebook on there anyway. Never mind a famous bloke off the telly. With an English accent. Yes. And an English face. Knowing nothing about rugby. Yeah. So I get 20 minutes in. And uh, so far... So how long is it to Swansea? It's probably about an hour from Cardiff. So they stood up for an hour. Yeah, but that's the least of their problems. They've just lost to Italy, Rob, and they're fucking yeah, they are shit. Italy is shit. Oh god, there's a difference with rugby drunk as well. It just sort of comes out of their pores. And they're all talking about how they're gonna their plan for the evening, wherever they're getting off, because they're all getting off like Neath and then Bridge End and all that. So they're all getting off at these different places, mm. and they're all talking about how they're just gonna carry on drinking until they've forgotten the result. Oh no, then, that's not that's not good mental health, guys. No, and then there's one man who <laughs> says some very disrespectful things about the sex trade, which <laughs> I won't go into, Rob. What the, was he going to um, frequent the sex trade? Yes, and he was going to do it in Swansea because he couldn't afford to do it in Cardiff. <laughs> What's the pay difference, did he say? I, did he I don't think he was low on money because he'd done first-class upgrade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's talking about that out loud to his friends. Yeah, like a brag, and they're all laughing, and there's kids sat there. No, that is not OK. Yeah, it's not ideal. Oh, so what is it about rugby that's made you so horny in the first place? <laughs> oh, God, that's his kink, getting beaten by an Italian. <laughs> Could you imagine how stressed I am by this point, Rob? Oh, God, that is horrible, Josh. And there's kids on the... On my old fora, there's a family. Two older blokes, a dad and a granddad and two kids. How old are the kids? Ah, teen... Yeah, 12, something like that, probably. Yeah. And this guy, who's the life and soul, starts talking to the kids. Oh, what, the the, the the sex man? Yeah, he doesn't talk to them about that. He starts to talk to them about rugby. What does he look like? What's what's his vibe? Well, I haven't looked up, Rob. Okay. Ears wide open. Oh. It's like oh. I'm listening to a terrible radio he show. Can't catch his eye. And then oh. he starts talking to the kids, and he hedges into a completely different point of um, drunkenness, which is kind of trite emotional moment oh, when he's no. talking about how he almost made it as a rugby player. Oh. <laughs> I thought he was getting too horny. <laughs> the problem was I wanted to win, but I loved it when we lost. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't fight your body You can't fight the urges <laughs> And he said Do you know who the best player I ever saw was? My dad <laughs> I took a drink of water before you said that <laughs> Oh no This is a cry for help Yeah and then he's talking to the kids and he's going He's like pointing at their dad Or like obviously oh. I can't see this But he's obviously addressing the fact that their dad sat there yeah. And he's like that man's your hero, you know. Oh. If you can be as good as him. And his dad, dad's just sat here. Five minutes ago, this guy was talking about the differing <laughs> price of the sex trade across the Welsh South Coast. <laughs> anyway, then he spots that I'm writing in a book. <gasps> no. And he goes, what are you writing there? And I'm like, oh, fuck. But I didn't know what to do. I had three options, Rob. I can't yep. look at my phone. Yep. I've got my notebook. Yep. And I've also got a book which is about Vladimir Putin, called Putin's People. Oh, you don't want to be reading that. You don't want to be reading that. It's anti, just to be very clear. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? He's got a good angle on this old Vlad. (laughs) So could you you have pretended to be asleep? 
Um, well, I don't know. It's hard. That's hard to long out. In that situation, it's almost even though you're not looking, you want to keep alert, don't you? You want to keep your eyes open. Yes, true, yeah. In case they start, like, putting your balls on your head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right to stay awake. So then he, and I'm like, he's like, oh, you're writing? I'm like, yeah. And then, Rob. Yeah. He ruffled my hair. <laughs> like a dog. Like a dog, like a small dog. You have got lovely hair. But I, he didn't even ask. He just went in, he ruffled my hair. So what did you say about what you was reading? Did he you didn't answer? ask what I was writing. He was like, oh, are you writing? And I was like, yeah. And luckily, then he kind of was like, I, I crossed a bit out and he went, oh, you didn't like that bit, did you? And I thought, that's that's a bit of bad, nice, good, Yeah, fine. That's, that's fine, that's solid Yeah, that's stuff. good. But do you know what, mate? Yeah. I'm coming round to it. Then he ruffled my hair. And then he thankfully got distracted. He moved on, but the, oh, but he didn't recognise you. He didn't recognise me. Thank God. Did that hurt a bit though? Well, he didn't recognise me. Yeah. I don't know if I'm his demo. Because also, it's got him through my head. Is like, fuck. I'm doing a tour show in Swansea tonight. Is this going to be an absolute shitstorm? Because they're all going to be mad. Because they're all going to have been drinking since two p.m. Well, they'll all be the you know the brothels will be full, but the gig will be empty. <laughs> Bad night for you, great night for sex workers. People Wales are coming lose. to watch me in Swansea because they can't afford to see a comic in Cardiff, that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, God, that was a lucky escape then. So eventually I get off, the, the train pulls into Swansea, get off. A uh, guy comes up to me and went, oh, they didn't recognise you. I'm like, all right, mate, come on. Come on now. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm through it here. And you're not going to believe it. Swansea City football team had lost at home and they're all coming in the other end of the station so they're coming towards me. What do they do? Roll you over and tickle your belly? (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly you you realise how nice the rugby fans are when you see the football fans. (laughs) And they're emotional. They're big soft bears. Do you know what? They're a different class of fan because... These guys are surrounded by police and they are really angry. By this point, my phone's died, Rob. Oh, no. And so I'm being picked up by my tour manager at the station. I've got no idea where he is. My phone's dead. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Get out the front of the station. Suddenly, everyone's recognising me as I'm walking around looking completely lost. (laughs) And I'm thinking, I'm just going to have to walk to the... I'm going to have to walk to the theatre. I'm going to have to ask someone where the theatre is. And they're going to know. Oh, my God. Eventually, tour manager's there. Thank God. He finds me and I kind of scramble into the car. <laughs> oh, Josh. Actually, I think you've made me feel better. I think my weekend was better. That made you feel better, yeah. <laughs> it, the, the ruffling in the hair is so degraded. These big rough hands. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he didn't even ruffle the hair of the 12-year-old child, Rob. Oh, he's your hero, your dad. He's your oh, hero. Oh, no. There's a lot going on in people's heads, isn't there? Yeah, <laughs> there is a lot going Life's on. Life's hard. Life is hard. I should say, Rob, <sighs> yeah. are you all right? Yeah, I, I am all right, to be honest. Um, do you know what? It's good, actually, because I've been... A couple of years ago, this was really spun me sideways, but I've been quite good. I got I flipped out a little bit when I was, Lou wasn't getting the right medicine, yeah. but that's all been sorted now. And, um, yeah, I feel a lot better. And Good. I've, you know, because I'm trying to be, like, sort of quite zen with stuff and not get worked up, but then you are also allowed to be upset. Seeing your daughter be upset about going into school is upsetting, yeah, so you should totally. allow yourself to experience that emotion and not go, that's just fine, she's got to get on with it. I'm allowed to feel sad at that moment, but I think it was the best decision because if I t- took her home, I think it would have... Because it was basically just anxiety, I think, where she's tired and stressed and she's anxious about going in. So the best thing is sometimes just to sort of 
to do it because she went in happily she didn't drag her in she was holding the hands of a friend and a teacher um but you know if she experiences things like me sometimes once I, once she's in it she's much better so i'm yeah, glad i did it yeah. even though it was difficult but then you, as you're driving off you don't you don't know if you've done the right thing or not but no. i think i have and the teacher's called straight away but yeah no i'm all good thanks for asking though but i'm all good yeah be fine we'll get there it'll be fine rob it It'll will be, be fine it'll be fine should we just go to the small business shout out and should we do the emails and stuff on friday yeah let's do small business shout out and then um oh let's tell let's do a boomer schooling it might make me feel better about my my morning oh yeah do a boomer schooling here we go hi i love the show i went to boarding school in year six primary age that's about what's that's about 10 isn't it 10 or 11 after a week or so all i wanted to do was go home and was inconsolable not the best one to pick here, Rob. Being in the late <laughs> being in the late nineties, there was one phone to call home in the boarding house. I would be in tears, wanting to go home. My parents were going to come and get me due to me being so upset. I was told by the staff in the boarding school house not to call my parents anymore, as they didn't want me to phone them, and I wasn't allowed to use the phone. My parents were told I was absolutely fine and having a blast. Therefore, too busy to call. Oh, my God. It was about 10 years later I found out the truth while speaking to my parents. Absolute psychos of that school. Cruel to be kind, I guess, but very harsh. No, the school was closed down three years later <gasps> by Ofsted. Oh, my Thanks, God. Thanks, Jenny from Cornwall. Oh my, that's, that's made me feel worse, Josh. Let me find another one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm questioning if, if, if the school have lied. Oh, God. That is oh God, brutal. This, this is stressful. This is stressful. <laughs> right. Um, that was a bad one to... Uh, grudge. Just do a grudge. Just get off this. Yeah. Here we go. Hello, Rob and Josh. Love the podcast. It keeps me going on my journey to work. Thought I'd drop you a message about my mum's long-standing grudge. About four years ago, my mum and dad went to Prague on holiday. They visited a few museums and learned that the brand Hugo Boss designed the Nazi uniform during World War yes, II. Did, yeah. Since then, my mum has had a vendetta against Hugo Boss. She won't buy anything from them and tells everyone who will listen about this fact. What makes this funny is I'm pretty sure she has never brought anything from Hugo Boss ever in the first place. <laughs> but she goes on about it like she does her weekly shop there. <laughs> That's Emma from Suffolk. It is quite good to make a stand on something you hate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you don't actually, you've never done it. Like, no, actually, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. You know? Yeah. I, you know, you know I've, been, I've not smoked now, Josh, for 36 years. <laughs> Going strong. Right, should we do? Let's do some uh, small, small business, business shout outs. outs. Here we go. Rob? Yeah? Once again, I'm going to just try and mention that we are doing live shows. Oh, yeah. We are doing live shows. Come and see us next April. <laughs> We're doing Cardiff, Rob. Oh, yeah, we are doing Cardiff. We are doing Cardiff. Maybe the sad man will be there. Can't we, uh, can't we move it to Swansea, save a bit of money on the tour expenses? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great Mother's Day present. Oh, it's Mother's Day's just gone. Mother's Day just gone. Did you miss Mother's Day? Yes, did you? you can buy one now. Why didn't you buy one for Mother's Day? Late. Go, here's the surprise, the big surprise. It's Tuesday afterwards and I've got you these. <laughs> wow, what a lovely surprise. What a lovely surprise. Um, let's do small business shout-outs. Let's stop um, pumping our shit, Josh. Um, hi, Rob and Josh. I discovered your podcast in October by chance, and I'm so glad I did. Thank you for keeping me laughing. I started at episode one, and I'm glad I did, because there's been so many times Rob said, if you can't be asked to fucking listen from the start, I'm not explaining the reference or words to that effect. I don't know if that's a great policy from us, Josh, do you? Should there no. be some effort to explain what's going on? Yeah, I think I think there's some policies we should change, but, you know. It's hardly the wire, though, is it? It's just two fucking blokes moaning. Yeah, I think... I think I think everything we said today was very clear what had happened. Yeah, I don't think you need the backstory to know what's going uh, on. There was about 16 different pairs of couples that were helping you out. I did lose track of that <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, that was quite confusing. That was a bit much. 
Anyway, uh, fast forward to February this year. I spoke to my sister about work and she's utterly depressed doing her job. So I suggested we do something together. I gave up my job in May 2017 to have our son Seth and had an almost identical birth experience to Harriet Kemsley. It wasn't ideal. Um, we decided to start Natural Dogs Treats Business Online and it's been tough so far. We offer excellent service and the people such dogs have tried us love our products and services. We're struggling to get our names out there. Please, can you guys help? We're based in Clown, um, Clown with an E on the end, in North East Derbyshire and we are called Nell and Lola Natural Dog Treats and we can be found at nellandlola.com. We're offering a 15% discount to all new customers using the code NEW15. That's N-E-W in capitals, one five at the checkout. Thanks, Steph. Go for it, Nell and Lola. Enjoy, people. Do you want to hear the flavours? Give me the flavours. Right. <laughs> Beef Achilles tendon. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking hell. It's animal lectures. Tasting menu. Cow ears with hair. Fucking hell, What's Nell. What's going on? Fucking hell, Lola. <laughs> I don't understand. Are you making these up? On my life, mate. Dried sprats. Duck feet. Fucking hell. Duck feet? Beef spleen. Gee. Beef Dog, tails. Dogs are fucking beef. animals, aren't they? Beef Bloody tails. Hell. Beef tails. That's a cow. Don't soften it. Camel skins. Fucking hell. I hope you're not a vegan listening. Do you know what? Shall, shall, we, um, shall we level it up? Go ahead. Hey, lads. New listener here. I don't have kids, so loving life. Think you're both hilarious and thought I'd try you out. Would really appreciate a small business shout out. We are a vegan paint company. Oh. Vegan paint. Perfect for any wall. Low VOC and eco-friendly. Mm. I think our colours are fantastic. And it's all made in the UK. We are at Victory Colours. Or www.victorycolours.co.uk. Thank you, Catherine. Wow. Two very different sides of the animal spectrum there. <laughs> right. We'll be back on Friday with a guest. See Shall you then. See you then. Bye. Bye.